I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, comedian Shan Carr, and gay desert guides Brad Fur. We are gathered here for the 98th I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. And today we are graced by the new and improved uh, model of Shan Carr, whose hair is bouncing and behaving. <laughs> you got a yes, birthday present and it was it was a hairdo. Yeah, Jackie and Christine got me a cut and color, which is so grown up. Like I've always been poor. So this is the eighth time I've been in a real salon and had the whole do done. She was super cute. Her name is Georgia. Uh, Tornai, I think it's pronounced. And as I posted her name on my Facebook, everybody already knew her. Like she, and she's only lived here since January, but she's at the Reed Brown Scott Salon in North Palm Springs and nice. tiny little cute salon. It just, I think there might just be one chair. Um, and it was just lovely. Thank you to Jackie and Christine for adopting me a couple years ago and just treating me like a nice girl. Like, yeah. it's so it's so lovely. I'm going to try not to cry because I'm, I'm not used to people, you know. It's beautiful. Your hair looks beautiful. And they may only have one chair, but when you're in it, it's a throne. It is. Oh. And they've warned me. She warned me that as soon as I get in the swimming pool a couple times, the brown will <laughs> wash out. But I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm so excited. I love it so much. Glad to be here. Well, our podcast today brought to you by We Are Palm Springs. It's all about unity. So uh, celebrating our connection between the business owners and our community from the unique restaurants and resorts that we have in our town to our locally owned shops and retailers. Share the love. Use hashtag We Are Palm Springs to share how you are supporting local businesses. And also by Palm Springs Nissan, sponsor of the Gay Desert Guide all-electric Nissan Wheat Leaf Weef Wheat. We, well, you know, Leaf, uh, which glides seamlessly throughout the, the, the Coachella Valley, and it's been we wapped. <laughs> you wask we wab it. Uh, the Palm Springs Nissan and the Cathedral City Auto Mall. We have a big show for you today. This week, we have Jeff Witten from Peepa's Palm Springs. Just a lovely little shop. We have Brian Blue Sky, who is the arts and culture reporter for the Desert Sun. Also, our beloved Charles Drabkin. We love him. He is our food and coolness writer for Gay Desert Guide. We have Dr. Laura Rush, and she's our favorite. She'll keep us up with whatever's going on medically uh, around town. We have Scott Howard, who is the commissioner of PSGSL, Palm Springs Gay Softball yeah. yeah, so looking forward to all of our guests today. Wow, what a week we've had, huh? What have you guys been doing besides uh, getting your hair your hair done? Your hair did. What have you been doing, John? Uh, I ran a Floby over this mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Cleaned my house. I did spring cleaning finally. You did a nice job. It looks great. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited that next weekend my best friend, who I have not seen in 10 years... Um, is coming up from Mexico to get vaccinated for a couple of days. She has 11 animals and uh, just getting, and you know, they have like three legs and conditions and she's like an animal rescue basically. And so it took her weeks and weeks to find 11 animal sitters. And fortunately our convention center is pretty open and she'll be able to fly into Palm Springs and just wander into the convention center and get a shot so that's my big excitement basically wow. for next week 
New York has completely opened up. Uh, they were showing pictures of Times Square and, you know, people just, ah, let's say happy days are here again. It's not quite that way yet. Dr. Fauci is saying, well, you know, that's not quite what we meant. But really, when they issued that guidance, it, it kind of was like, eh, mask, what mask? Mask, schmask. Oh, it's weird. It is. I'm not sure I'm quite ready for all that yet, but. Well, I still wear a mask. I do right? too. I mean, today's report on the news at 0 a.m. before the show films was all about the breakthroughs and the people who, what is the sporting team? Like eight of them have gotten COVID in quarantine with each other after being vaccinated. Um, but again, none of them had, were killed by it. None yeah. of them were hospitalized yeah. by it. So breakthroughs make What? Bill Maher canceled last week. Oh, he did. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, Real Time with Bill Maher was canceled because Bill Maher got COVID after being vaccinated. Oh, my oh, God. That was news to me. I missed yeah. that. I did, too. Yeah. And they canceled it, like, in late in the afternoon. Well, hello. You better. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I Even my poor ex-girlfriend is terrified flying from Mexico with nine masks. I was trying to send her my astronaut helmet so she could wear that on the plane over all of her masks and her little hazmat suit. But she is a wheeze. It's and I swear to God that I, I saw Steve Schmidt, who is the former yeah. Republican, and he right. was one of the creators of the Lincoln Project, yeah. walking down Palm Canyon Friday night. And I thought, what? why would he be here? And then when I found out they canceled real time, I thought, oh, maybe he just went off to Palm Springs because, you know, he had the night off. So. Wow. This town has its share of celebrities. It really does. Even now, I mean, it has a new generation. There There was a decade or two where there weren't any. All the Bob Hopes and the... Everybody else passed on, right? And then there was sort of a celebrity free decade or so where Palm Springs kind of couldn't find itself. Um, Or it felt like that to me. You know, real estate was $1.95 for a long time. You know, you could get a great house for under $300,000 in Palm Springs. Well, let's see who's famous. Celebrities are everywhere now. Bob Mackie moved here, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Who was the guy who starred in the movie Mank? Uh, uh, Altman. Yeah, he lives yeah. here. He's in the UPS store every week. Like, you know, those girls, they just are all excited every time he comes. Gary in. Oldman is in the UPS store? Yeah, you can just hang oh, out with the UPS store, store with Jack and Chris. Oh, I just, I just want to hear him, like, ask some, ask for something dramatically at the counter. <laughs> right. Well, and Donna Summer, not Donna Summer, Suzanne Summer's always been here and the Manilows right. and all of that. Yeah. But what, did Brad Pitt bought a house a while ago or Matt Damon? Who was it? Somebody Either or it works. Off the Dinosaur House, one of those two. Oh, it, no, it was um, uh, 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 Titanic. Um, oh, <laughs> Captain DiCaprio. Yes, okay. Yeah, yes, there are a whole right. generation of you know, strange, handsome boys, but yeah, and, they're, and then, they're moving. And then all these, you know, the new YouTube sensations and all the, you know, the, the influencers and the people we don't really are not on our radar screen because we're people of a certain age. Yes, they're here are. now, too, and bringing their flocks of fans. So Ross Matthews, yeah, I'm down the block. Yeah, needed fresh blood, or we were just gonna drown. Right. I'm really glad about it, and and hope people are having hope about start like chill moving that other new venue next to Bevmo or whatever. People are start the the 
booze hound guys being optimistic and right? I, I really I thrive on a little bit of optimism. I really yeah. need it and I'm seeing it. Looks like Purple Room will reopen. Um, yeah. That's not confirmed, confirmed, but I have it on good authority that by fall, depending on what happens June 15th, uh, Purple Room could reopen. That campaign has gone very well, the WeFundMe campaign. So, so really happy about that. GoFundMe campaign, that is. I um, gave my I gave my little uh, donation. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, we support it. It's such a great room and such a great venue. And of course, we love Michael. So no doubt. good things are happening. And here's a little little package of optimism hopping on to no he's not hopping on i'm trying to get him to join the party come smidge come smidge. Smidge. Smidge the wonder dog there he is for There's all of you listeners optimism. to the podcast he is a beautiful terrier mix uh in white goes with any decor and is very very well trained dog and now sit up oh, now he's leaving that was a leap a he's leap a of faith. Yeah, he's a Did that dismount player. hurt your hips when he, he sprang <laughs> off you? He's a boob sitter. He sits right on the leg. Uh, so. Hey, I, I wanted, before we get on with the show, I wanted to do a quick shout out to Team Mama and Team Mama Charities. She's going to be doing the Unity Ride for Homeless again this year that where she travails across the country. And um, just uh, talked with Margaret last week. Uh, they're taking donations at the... Other UPS stores, the one in Cathedral City, Desert Hot Springs, and Yucca Valley, and Palm Desert, and now they have three in Las Vegas. So Kent and Floyd are staying very busy with their UPS stores, um, and uh, again, taking donations, check or cash. Um, also at uh, the grocery outlet in Desert Hot Springs is also a part of this, as is Diversity DHS. And the Unity Ride for the Homeless is really important. Margaret's doing great work. Um, I'll have some things to talk about uh, on that subject in the coming weeks. But suffice to say, uh, something that Margaret brought to me changed my life recently. Oh, I can't wait Someone. to hear Someone. Team Mom. Yep. Right, not Mama, and it's Margaret Webb, in case anybody is wondering, her that's her whole handle. Yeah. Team Mom, Margaret Team Webb. Team Mom Charities, and uh, yeah. it's a Unity Ride for the Homeless coming up uh, later on in the month. She's and we're all on Team Mom, we love Margaret. Yeah. Yes. My name is Jeff Wittoon, and my business is Peepa's. We are located in the heart of downtown Palm Springs, almost on the corner of Palm Canyon and Taquitz. We carry a lot of local artists and designers. We do a lot of in-house design work as well. Our main categories of business uh, are gonna be men's and women's fashion, art, and seasonal and gift items. We try to offer as many options to folks to shop with us if they're not able to make it in store. We have online gift cards that you can purchase on our website. We have a very active Instagram account where you can shop from our Instagram page. We're also active on our Facebook page. And again, you can shop on Facebook. Our website is updated weekly. In the holiday season, it's been updated almost daily with new products. Local support, you know, is a huge part of our business. Um, and it's important because those are the folks that are really the foundation that, that help us get through the, the slower months of the year. So we appreciate local people very, very much shopping with us. So this is Madeline. Uh, she is the boss of the store. Um, you'll often see her laying in the windows in the afternoon to catch the sun. Um, she even decides that she has to lay in the middle of the door. Uh, so she is here every day, all day. Um, so stop in and see her. We are Palm Springs. 
And now, completely maskless and joining us on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, Jeff Whithun, who's the owner of PIPAs, located in downtown Palm Springs, part of the We Are Palm Springs campaign. Jeff, welcome to the podcast this morning. Where's little Madeline? Yeah, thank you. Good morning. She is um, currently pawing on my thigh to come up onto the Zoom meeting. <laughs> well, we just had Shan's dog on the on yeah. the meeting on, on the call, so oh. there we go. We heard from uh, we heard from the uh, the video that um, that Madeline likes to just block the entrance, so people will meet Madeline as they yeah. ar arrive at Peepa's. Yeah, in the morning, she's typically um, sunning in the window um, mm -hmm. of the store. And then in the afternoon, she takes the uh, liberty to go lay out on the carpet out on the sidewalk. So she looks nice. like... Um, she knows what she's yeah. doing. Yeah, she she's recruiting and also suntanning. So. I always well, wondered, what, is, what does the name Peepas come from? Yeah, so Peepas, um, that was actually the nickname I gave my great-grandfather when I was a little boy. Um, so he and my great grandmother, um, I spent a lot of time with through my whole childhood and my teenage years. And they had, um, in their basement, they had like a, a woodworking room. So they made all these like arts and crafts. And, um, I used to go to like different arts and craft shows with them. So I thought it was appropriate to name my shop after, after my great grandpa. That's cool. I love so, it. Yeah. It's, it's got a nice touch. I love your background. It couldn't be more like Palm Springs appropriate with the little thingy. I don't even know what the, you know, the, the what is point. that thing in the back? And the two glass things and the shag painting and the mother-in-law's tongue. Dude, you couldn't even draw that background any <laughs> any better. I know, so it's, it's sick how much I, I love Palm Springs. <laughs> it's addictive, right? It, there it is, is. It took a long time for the culture to really rub off on me, but then once you can, a normal house looks weird to me now. It looks so boring, right? Like that it's shabby funny. chic look, I'm like, yawn. No, I know, right? <laughs> my, my early American antiques just don't work in Palm Springs. No, no. <laughs> no, I've gone great. to, okay, I've just created a word now is, if you're poor and it is still shabby chic, but it's mod, it's shabby shod. There we go. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I like that. Hashtag it. It'll work. <laughs> so how's business? You know, how's it going? Uh, it's It's been honestly fantastic. Uh, we moved into our new location November of 2019. Uh, we were open for about, you know, three and a half months before COVID hit. Um, but COVID really gave me an opportunity to really dig into the, the digital platforms um, and social media and really start to understand that side of the business. Um, so our website really had tremendous growth in 2020. Uh, 2021, we look at our, our digital side as being equally important as our brick and mortar. So we're seeing lots of growth in both spaces. Um, and it's been, it's been a blessing in disguise throughout all the challenges because it's really given me a chance to to dig really meaningfully into my business. And the website is, just so people know. Yeah, peepasps.com, P-E-E-P-A-S-P-S.com. You know, I was thinking this past Friday night, I was out on um, Palm Canyon and I, I saw so many bridesmaids. <laughs> I think we need to have a retail store just for bridesmaids. Make it a pop-up <laughs> for like, the bridesmaids to get their little 
Oh my God! No. But then we put Don't a box with a gay dancer in the back of it, so they can just go there instead of arenas. I know, right? So if we, oh, it's terrible of me to say. No, it's not. Well, it's, I know you've got Memorial Day. <laughs> I know you've got Memorial Day weekend coming up, right? You must expect yeah. a big rush. What What are you thinking? You know, I mean, in COVID, I you don't know what to expect, right? Every week is is kind of a new ball game. Um, you know, for like example, I normally do my schedule for my staff a month at a time, but since about March, we've been doing it about two weeks out because you just don't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall the trend, everything's been really busy even during the week. Um, and Memorial Weekend should should be a really nice exclamation point on a fantastic Q1 and Q2. So Jeff, talk us, talk us through the, the in-store experience. I've been in retail since I was 16 and I'm 40. Um, and one of the, the saddest things in that, that time period is to watch the store experience just decline, whether it's in specialty retail or departments. And um, I was really committed when I opened my store to create a space that isn't just about selling product, but it's about creating an environment. It's about creating an experience that people will remember because that's great marketing, you know, just for the store too, because people remember that. Um, so whether it's the wallpaper we have or how we merchandise our product to tell a story, um, whether we talk to our customers, not whether we talk to our customers, but how we engage with our customers in storytelling our brands um, and the music we play, the videos, it's, it's all part of what makes people's unique. Um, and all of those kind of different sensories that you hit are an important part of, of an experience. So we try to hit on all of that. What is the biggest seller bricks and mortar in person when, when people have the in-store experience? What are they walking out with the most? Uh, I mean, our, th our three main categories in store would be uh, men's fashion, women's fashion, um, and artwork. Um, what about online? Online, it's... It's everything. I mean, it's, <laughs> Good. it's so bizarre because like we'll sell like a random magnet to like somebody in Alabama, you know, like <laughs> and then somebody will drop like a thousand dollars from like New York. So it's it's just all over the place on the website. So that part we're still trying to to learn you know, how to target different folks because it's so bizarre. <laughs> well, your store is so cute. feel like a lot of people are probably Instagramming themselves and taking pictures yeah. in there. And that's these days, that's the best advertising you can have because now people are advertising your store as something they've experienced. And that that's the yeah. best word of mouth ever. Oh and my God, forget, absolutely. And absolutely. don't forget the hashtag, we are Palm Springs, right? And I love gay Palm Springs, but. Yes, uh, we, we use the I love gay Palm Springs a lot. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're not working, you know, you live here, yeah. what do you do to like relax? What is your staycation experience when it's a very rare day off? What is this not working thing you talk about? <laughs> 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 yeah, that sounds really interesting. I'd love. What to do you do that. like when you have an hour break? <laughs> um, you know, my partner and I love martinis, so um, we love to sit in our backyard. Um, you know, if it's warm in the pool and have a martini, um, I really enjoy. And finally, being able to go back to the gym, so um, that's a really great stress relief. Um, yeah, it's funny really now. Hard, now it's like loving like the best martini is the martini you made. 
And then, and that's the story you tell yourself for a year while you're making your martini. And now I can't tell you what it is to have somebody bring a cocktail and (laughs) set it in front of me that I didn't make, right? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, really amazing. Yes. Well, Jeff, thanks for being with us today on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, part of We Are Palm Springs, where we are celebrating the great local shops, retailers, restaurants and resorts that make up Palm Springs. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This was super, super fun. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, really cheers. Yes. (laughs) I love that slurping a martini off the edge when you can't even pick it up. (laughs) Right, and then you can pick it up. Yes, yes. We'll have to have martini to do that. (laughs) All right, bye honey. All right, with the slowly spinning beanie hat fan above her head, we have the beautiful and smarty pants, Dr. Laura Rush. Hello. Hello, hello. And happy belated birthday to you, my dear. Your hair is very fabulous. I love it. Isn't it it good? She gave me the black that's legitimately back there. I'm so excited. It's very sexy. I look like the Lebanese person I am, finally. I love it. I love it. Me too. And I have to say, your flagstone is looking pretty good. We've been following your your pool deck uh, revival over (laughs) the past six to ten months. It's a long labor of love. It really is. You know, they're they're just out there cleaning it now because they have to put the clear coat on. But then, you know, we have these death winds, these tornadoes. And they can't put they can't put a sealer on it because with everything blowing, it's going to get sand and leaves and everything else. So it's oh no. Well, it'd make it less slippery because it would have that little sand. A little, yeah, a little bit of grit. There's that. But it, it, it's it's amazing. It's been a labor of love. But uh, I, I'm happy. I totally mean to be indelicate here when I invite myself to the <laughs> Memorial Day weekend party. I don't even know if you're having. I think we should have one. I do too. <laughs> I think we're, mean, we're there. I want to be the first one to dribble pool water out of my full length bathing suit onto your patio. Let's do it. I'll All get right. it planned. I'll get it planned. I got to break in the newly renovated pool table that you know, the Husky chewed up last year. So uh, yeah, you got new pockets. I noticed. Yeah. He ate the last ones. Oh, oh my God. Were those the leather pockets that hang down? They are. Oh, those aren't cheap. No, so they just came and it was a $500 repair yesterday to replace all the pockets. But I'm not even joking. You need to give me $500 to come over and help you deal with your dog. Oh, you need to have the, have him install Kevlar unchewable pockets. I asked pockets. him, I'm like, do you guys have anything like in mesh stainless steel? You know those gloves they use for like shocking oysters? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They need to make pull pockets and everything else out of those because they, they might be they might be Rottweiler proof. How about just putting that pepper, that the stuff that tastes bad, just put that on the on the everything bucket. in your house. Yeah, everything. pretty much. Yeah, I've, I've tried apple cider vinegar, and it might as well have been steak sauce. My dogs were like, "Oh, that's great." <laughs> yeah, that's plus young. it would get on your balls. Yeah, stop it! <laughs> oh, oh, I heard. Hey, well, get your well, minds out of my gutter, people. Well, while while we're on the dog uh, 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 subject, I want to just make a quick shout out. Guide Dogs of the Desert is looking for volunteer puppy raisers. Oh, R I A I S E R S. Yeah, raisers. Can you imagine just getting a little puppy, raising it for Guide Dogs of the Desert? So 
quick shout out to them. If you need on any of the details, you can find it on their Facebook page and we'll post it too on ours. You know, they do amazing work. I had a, a nurse that used to work with me that did that as well. And she was always bringing him into work so they would get used to being around people, but you couldn't touch them, couldn't pet them. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're not pets. They're we are in orange. We are not making it to yellow. Oh. This is the tier yeah. that we're in, and it seems like we're just going to stay in it. Why are we staying in it? You know, um, I think they want to get as many people vaccinated as possible because our numbers are fantastic. Uh, the, the news is we're going to be moving to yellow, I think, June 15th. That's the target date. It's it's frustrating, I know, because Orange County and L.A. County have both moved to, to yellow tier. So it's a little frustrating for the business owners out here, but it's it's going to give us more time to get everybody vaccinated or as many people as we can get vaccinated. But Coachella Valley, Riverside looked fantastic. I, our numbers are, are next to nothing. I think there's one person in the ICU and all of Coachella Valley with COVID. Uh, our numbers are next to nothing. Even the wastewater samples that came back are showing that it's the numbers have dropped precipitously. So, and that's with all the visitors we're getting here too. So there's not much going on. Well, it's, it's really positive news. There's so much overlay and cross. I was just telling them my best friend is flying all the way from Mexico to go to the convention center and get a vaccine because um, she can't get one. As a matter of fact, there's a bunch of people, she says in her region, who've gotten their first shot and there is no second shot for them oh. to get. Oh, that's, um, that's, that's rough. It's really easy to get a vaccine now. I don't know anybody here, that's struggling. They're in Mexico. In Mexico, okay, that's they're hard. In, yeah, we're shipping out millions of vaccines now. You know, we're trying to do everything we can to help other yeah. countries. It's only going to help us even more. I, I think they're sending giant supplies of AstraZeneca as well oh. overseas. That's what you just want. To, to get things moving. You know, the bigger concern is that if they don't get it under control in places like Southeast Asia, India, you know, we'll we'll get hit with a second surge if this stuff comes back here. But travel restrictions are still pretty tight. So yeah. there's still some countries that are not happy with the US not letting, you know, us visit. Mm -hmm. So how about the fact, how about the fact that it looks like Johnson and Johnson is coming in with a little bit less efficacy as far as reinfections and I just keep hearing Johnson and Johnson, Johnson and Johnson, which we got, you know. We it's it's working. There's um some inf information that just came out, I'll post it up this morning. There's a, a woman out in Texas, I've mentioned her before, called your local epidemiologist. And she just posted some information today. And she does it in a nice chart form that shows you all the vaccines and their efficacy rates for all the different variants that are out there. Nice. So it's for lay people to follow. So yeah. you can really look and say, okay, here's how well they're working. And the bottom line this morning was that most of the vaccines are doing very, very well for all of the variants that are out there. So we're, we're looking really good. There was a, so it's a lot of positive news. So fingers crossed. We, wanna, so we, don't I, wanna, we don't want a fourth wave this summer. So can I snuggle up with my visitor who will be one day vaccinated as she comes to visit? No? If you're vaccinated. I am vaccinated, but yeah. with Johnson & Johnson. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You snuggle seal of approval. I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Well, I intended to, no matter what you said. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's very little out here, so it, the chances of you have been exposed to it recently are, are next to nothing. Okay. Um, I don't want to give her a cootie. <laughs> well, you might give her a cootie. Just not that kind of cootie. cootie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, this is taking a turn. This is really <laughs> taking a turn today. I'm it's loving it. Good. It's all good. 
the weather's warm, people are out and about. You know, I was out in uh, to dinner in Palm Springs last week, and it was just, it was wild seeing the streets so crowded. I know. It really is. You know, yeah. it made me, it still made me nervous. I'm still masking up when I go out. Um, I'm still trying to do the social distancing thing as much as I can when I'm going through the streets. Um, yeah. But there's, there's really no need to be afraid. I just, you know, using caution is always a good idea. But it's just, it's both exciting and terrifying at the same time. Same time. Yeah. You know, it's it's nice. When we move to Yellow Tier, it's, you know, businesses can start opening up the full capacity and it'll be nice. Well, I know the hair salon, we both, uh, by their ordinances, still needed to keep our masks on for the whole time. But yeah. flying back to Portland and back was the longest in all of COVID. I had a mask on door to door was like seven and a half hours. Yeah. Airport, flight, layover, flight, airport, seven and a half hours. It, I, I haven't done it. And it really gave me a respect for all of the people who've been working their whole day, their whole job with that thing on. It just... Like yeah, you. I had I had one on yesterday. It was probably about 12 and a half hours. Crazy. I mean, I, I swapped it out a few times. I was in doing a couple of procedures yesterday afternoon. You swap them out. But now it's weird. I guess now it's how men feel when they shave. Every time I take it off, I feel so naked on my face. <laughs> the worst is when you're teeter-tottering on the edge of a sneeze with all this <laughs> dust in the air and you've got a mask on. And it's the worst. <laughs> I know. Like, Always have you your nose itches. Just yeah. itching your nose is like ah. dog hair inside. Dog hair. <laughs> I have all of those things happen hourly to me too, and it, it's uh -oh. the worst. Is when I'm in the middle of a procedure and you have a nose itch, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm sterile right now. I can't touch anything." <laughs> so, oh my god! And it, you know, the mask just makes it worse. Well, we have a new appreciation for our medical professionals after this uh, uh, pandemic right. and what they go through, and we appreciate we you. We suffer greatly. God. <laughs> Don't feel bad for us. We, we do okay. We do okay. We're just grateful. We're grateful for a whole year and a half of all of your service and for showing up here to be funny and smart with us. We yeah. really love you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dr. Laura. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great weekend. Bye. Our I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast brought to you in part by Palm Springs Nissan. You can save big during the Memorial Day savings event going on all month long at Palm Springs Nissan. Drive away in a new Nissan, take 25% off MSRP. And you can take advantage of high trade-in values happening right now too. Get 0% financing for up to 72 months on 14 models in stock. Take home a 2021 Nissan Altima, $176 a month, or get the new redesigned 2021 Rogue for only $199 a month. Memorial Day savings all month long. Choose from hundreds of Nissans available only at Palm Springs Nissan, a truly exceptional experience, and the new home of the Nissan Leaf for Gay Desert Guide. And next on the podcast, Scott Howard, the commissioner of baseball. No, the commissioner of softball in Palm Springs. <laughs> Scott, we are um, so happy to have you on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. You and I have been working for, what, a year and a half? Uh, about almost two years on what's called the Naga Cup, right? Naga That's Cup correct. softball tournament. Tell us about what Naga stands for and what it is and who's going to be coming to our fair city next week. Absolutely. So we'll start off with what Naga is. It, it stands for the North American Gay Amateur Athletic Alliance. 
a lot to say. Basically, it is gay softball. Yeah. Um, NAGA is one of the largest gay amateur athletic associations in the world. Um, and once a year, they host a tournament called the NAGA Cup, which is an invitational tournament for the best and most highly skilled gay softball players and teams across North America. And um, they will be coming here Memorial Day weekend to compete for three days in our city. Where do you actually play? We, we were going to be playing over at Big League Dreams. <clears throat> okay. um, and, you know, it's open to the public. We are doing COVID protocols. But, um, you know, we have 20 teams that have come in from as far as Orlando, um, Dallas, uh, Chicago. Um, games starting Saturday morning at 7.30 in the morning. Last game of the day is at 9.30 at night. Okay. And then championship Sunday. Um, it's it's going to be a fun experience. I, I can't. I, I looked at this, uh, the venue, the Big League Dreams. Yes. And they have replicas of the Green Monster. Right. Yes. Park. Mm -hmm. They've got a, a another stadium that has a replica of Yankee Stadium. Then it's we got Yankee. Wrigley Field. Yeah. It's just amazing. What a great venue. And you could see how many of the, the fields from the clubhouse. You can see you can see three of the fields while you're having a cocktail. That's pretty cool. And you know, we're actually taking advantage of the fact that they are replica fields on Friday night. We're having a home run derby. And we're going to see just how many of these men can hit the ball over the green monster. Nice. Oh. And now I think Friday night, isn't Shan Carr performing for you this week? Actually, I'm doing the thing in June. Oh, okay. Right. I'm doing the awards thing. And some of the girls might hit the ball over the wall, too. You never know. That is true. You know, that's one of the interesting things about the elite players across the nation. Everyone assumes that it's it's the men that are coming out. There are some phenomenal female softball players that'll be here this weekend as well. So and they'll be in the Grand Slam thing too, right? Absolutely. Oh great. Absolutely. I love to watch. I can't wait. All you have to do is come out to Big League Dreams. Um, our home run derby on Friday starting at 7 p.m. There is a six dollar cover at the at the gate. Uh, but you know that gets you a dollar off your first cocktail and who has one? <laughs> No, what are some know, of the really, names of some of the teams that are like? Uh, we have the Long Beach GI Hose. <laughs> um, okay. Um, you know, know we have called. some of the teams get pretty creative with their names. Uh, we have the Orlando Voltage. Um, but the one name I have to say is the Palm Springs Rounders 2.0, our own local team, which are the defending champions of the Naga Cup. They've okay. been champions three out of the last five years. And it's important to note that the winner of this tournament automatically goes to the Gay Softball World Series later this year in Columbus this year. But you know, the Palm Springs Gay Softball League, we have over 250 men and women that play in our league two seasons a year um, that play over at Demuth Park. Um, they, softball is alive and well in Palm Springs. And it's actually one of the reasons how Palm Springs got the Naga Cup here um, very similar to like the Olympic Selection Committee. Um, there was a group of us from the PSGSL that traveled to Kansas City two years ago, and we pitched Palm Springs um, hosting the Naga Cup. And it was because of our, the, 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 vi the vibrancy of our, our gay community um, and the assistance of our local officials, and of course our weather, 
um, that we were able to beat out Salt Lake City and Houston to host the Naga Cup. So nice. You know, and, and, and we're excited. You know, not only is this three day tournament going to bring some of the best softball to our town, but, you know, after the year we've had with with um, COVID and everything, this tournament is is estimated to generate over a quarter million dollars for our local businesses. You know, a nice little shot in the arm that we can use as we're coming out of everything. Is there any hope that um, that Demuth Park may get back some of the softball? I have always wandered over there to watch the gay softball. What what has been the holdup with the city and allowing what? more than one game a day or whatever? Yeah, you know. I, I have to hand it to the city of Palm Spring of, 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 of leaning on the side of caution when it comes to COVID. And they're, they're really following the guidelines um, to the T that have been set forth by the state, um, okay. which, which really say, you know, only one game per team per day. Um, you know, we were hoping that we would slip into the yellow tier and yeah. be able to have some of these games over at Demuth. Um, and we're still hopeful that'll happen, but it's not going to be in time for the tournament. Right. But, you know, we've been working with the Parks and Rec and Janice and Cynthia and them over there have just been wonderful trying to work with us. So. And now I also have to hold up our little wristband. You and I are working together. The I Love Gay Palm Springs Gay Desert Guide Purple Blue Wristband. All participants this weekend, if you want to know who's in the softball tournament, they will all have the little wristband on and then our local businesses are offering discounts and specials to them. That's absolutely right. I mean, there are two things to look for next Memorial Day weekend. Like you said, Brad, the, the wristband. And I hope that everyone, if you see someone wearing a wristband, will go up and say, welcome to our city. The other thing is to look for the welcome players and welcome Naga posters that'll be in businesses around town because most of them have extended some kind of, we're glad you're here um, promotion for all the players. And you know, we're expecting over 500 players and their fans and their friends and their partners and family all being in town. So, and you'll also see a lot of the bars on arenas that are gonna have their, we're an official sponsor banner. Nice. Um, so, you know, the, the community has really turned out for this. We've had 17 local businesses sponsor this tournament with us. Um, ranging from, of course, you know, Chill and Hunters to businesses you might not necessarily associate with soft, gay softball, like Porsche Palm Springs and Contour Dermatology. And um, it's, it's, it's really been a remarkable experience for, as the commissioner of the league, to see the community understand what we were trying to do and get behind this to bring these people here and help help them fall in love with Palm Springs. We will make it out to see a game. Again, it's one of those gay events that are few and far between that is legitimately mixed. It's L's and G's and B's and T's all having a good time sporting together. And we thank you for bringing all those sporty tight asses and tight pants <laughs> to our area. We you think. know, softball players do wear the best pants. Yes, no they do. <laughs> I can't wait to see them. And thank you, Commissioner, for all you thank do. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. You know, I, if I could just say one last thing, you know, I appreciate the accolades, but I have an incredible team that has been working um, for 20 months to, to put this together. And, and, you know, no one person does it alone. And we couldn't have done it without all of us working together. So, Scott Howard, you are humble and lovable. Oh, thank you. 
Next up, we have, it's the whole show is full of people we really like, people we've known for a good long time. Brian Blue Sky is the arts and culture reporter for the Desert Sun. He recently won second place on a California Professional News Association Award. Uh, he's a winner in our book every single day. Thank you for coming to play with us, Mr. Black Brian Blue Sky. <laughs> Thank you for having me again. Tell us about your award-winning piece. Well, it was a, uh, a story I'm sorry. I wrote on. I did that on purpose. I did that on purpose. <laughs> it was a story that I wrote on um, the Eagles of Death metal frontman, Jesse Hughes. Um, he was in the, uh, uh, the Paris attacks a few years ago. Um, That's right. It was sort of interesting because I got to go to his house in Los Angeles and hang out with him for an entire day. Um, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was a glimpse into his uh, his personal life that was very colorful, very energetic, and I could barely keep up with him. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Those Energizer bunny kinds of folks. So, Brian, yeah. we, 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 we tend to forget about that uh, terrorist attack in Paris a number of years ago and that, that uh, the band was there performing when it happened um how how is he doing a few years later well he appears to be doing well he told me that he does not have post-traumatic st stress disorder um he still gets very emotional when he talks about it um the one thing that he sort of savors out of all of it is the fact that he saw people doing tremendous acts of humanity by protect each other in a very dangerous situation, obviously, but, you know, people gave their lives to save other people. And that's what he said that he got to witness and sort of what he takes away from it. That's a matter of perspective and how you choose to focus on things. That's a powerful gift he's wielding right there. Yeah. So and he also told me that he dances when he gets sad. <laughs> Okay, again, that is a good coping. The dude has some good stuff going on yeah. in his uh, spirit. So do you have the word on what the heck is happening with the arena? Is there a final call on it that did it, where did it, what's happening? From what I know, it's still moving forward. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I haven't been involved in the last couple of pieces, but yeah, it's moving forward from what I know. I think they started uh, plowing already because there was some dust up about dust, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. uh, on the site. Uh, and it's right off the 10 at what, what is that? Right over Cook Street? Is that where it is? Yeah. yeah. Cook yeah. Street and um, the 10. Yeah. Somewhere Varner yeah. Road side. I'm just relieved not to have it in town. I can't help Me it. Too. I'm just. God, I can't even imagine what that would have been like in Palm Springs. I mean, we have we have actually taken up a lot of parking spaces by doing on street dining areas now and parking is a nightmare now. Imagine if there was a 10,000 seat arena a few blocks away. I know. Are Nuts. you still surprised every time you drive down the main drag? It looks like Bangkok to me with all the tents and the stuff in the street and the AstroTurf trying to make it look fancy. And I mean, I, I love actually sitting out there in a little bit more of a park like situation, but yeah. Doesn't it still yeah, kind of make you take a double take? It, it really kind of does, but at the same time, I love it because yeah. I know that it's providing a better experience with the whole outdoor dining thing. It really makes you wonder if that's going to continue after the pandemic. 
Well, I think some of it might, but how are we going to sit out there when it's 120? There is no mister that will rescue us from all of that. No. That's one of the things that I wonder is, you know, how are they going to incorporate that in the summer? And the misters don't really feel that comfortable. It just makes you feel even more wet. <laughs> sticky, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll keep our eyes on it. We know you'll have your eyes on it. Given so what else is coming up? We've got summer now, Brian. What what do we have from an arts and culture perspective that we can look forward to this summer now that Desert X has ended? What I'm wondering is, is will these tourists keep coming to town? Mm -hmm. You know, so we're going to have to have some form of entertainment for them, right? So um, I'm sort of wondering that myself. I mean, I, I know that the July 4th, uh, you're going to see the return of fireworks in some cities. <laughs> um, Not here. Yeah, I know in Palm Springs it's yeah. happened, but um, you know, I, I I really don't know because I think it's going to be like any other summer where you're not going to see a lot of um, large scale outdoor entertainment things. But I think that we'll still see some forms of entertainment that have been going, such as live music in various settings, probably indoors. Um, after June 15th, if the state reopens, it's fair game, right? Yeah. Well, we're already becoming the drag brunch, drag bingo capital of no. the planet. Yeah. You know, I don't know why nobody, nobody really has made a ton of use of that water park as a venue, as a party venue. It's I went to party yet. there 20 some years ago. No, I mean, yeah. they're reinventing it again for the yeah. time right now. It was bought by a whole bunch of surfers. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the partners is the son of a pro skateboarder, and they're turning it into a surf park. Um, I saw that. I they're still continuing with it, but, you know, the pandemic has obviously put the damper on a lot of plans, but yep. they're still going forward with it. So. But still, the party, like having a band on the side and being in that wave thing with a martini and, like, the whole, <laughs> I mean, you can't ask for better than that. I I. I hope the surf mentality instead of the big corporate children's water park mentality makes it into a bit more of an event venue. I hope they do. Yeah. Well, wave pools scare me. Ever since I was a kid, I went and won in an amusement park called Geauga Lake in Ohio. Yes. Full of people. I was on this little raft. The wave starts. It was a pile like human. Yeah colliding with each other i was in the shallow end and went flying off the raft and the bottom of the pool was this like, really rough like rough surface Ugh. back scratched right against it never have i been in a wave pool ever again <laughs> brian i think you have a little i think you have a little wpptsd wave pool post-traumatic stress <laughs> okay. disorder Truth is, I do too. About 20 years ago, I took my nephew to that water park in Palm Springs and I was standing at the bottom of the chute to catch him and a big pile of poop came down before him. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I have a little water park PTSD too, which is why I believe that adults should be in that pool, not children. <laughs> I, I've heard him referred to as the concussion machine because, you know, like I said, bodies slam together and... yeah. Getting hit by a couple bodies on the one wave. Oh Luckily my. for us, they are not advertisers of ours, yes, because we have not we have not shown them in a beautiful light today, unfortunately. But I still love going there. 
Brian, thanks for joining us today. And we look forward to hearing reports throughout the summer from you and what's happening with the, uh, the Desert Sun. And uh, thank you again for joining us on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. All right. Thank you for having me. And congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. We have our beloved Charles Dropkin, who is the food guy, the writer guy, the chef. And uh, you write for Gay Desert Guide. You write for Coachella Valley Independent. If anybody wants to know, they hire you. And uh, we're so glad to have you here. Tell us where you've been snacking and what you got to say about it. Oh my gosh, I have been, you know, things are opening back up. And so like, I've actually been going out to eat and uh, enjoying being outside again. Uh, and I, I am sticking pretty much to outside. Uh, let's see, last time I was here, I had just been to Bar Cecil. Instead, I've been to the new Booze Hounds, uh, which I think was just about to open. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I've just kind of been, you know, popping it in here and there. It's about to open. Uh, Chill Bar. Uh, I don't know if you've heard is is about to open or is working on opening a new the owners who own who own chill bar are trying to open a new space called reforma uh, yeah. in uh, next to Bevmo uh, right off Palm Canyon 111 bar bar 111 has changed hands uh, and uh, like remodeled to the gods like they Beautiful. Are, they are snatched they are like you know it's like like they they spent some money um, and, and really beautiful space. They're doing a cabaret. They're, they have live entertainment most nights of the week. Yeah. Um, I know uh, they've live piano bar and um, I've got some other things about to open up on arenas. Uh, there's this new Sammy's place, which was moving uh, along. Sunny, 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 oh, sunny's, 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 sunny's fusion. It's going to be called sunny's fusion. What is Sorry. that going to be? That's where the old Bongo Johnny's used to be. Right, that space that's Ooh. just been empty for two years, three years. Uh, uh, three, I think now. Uh, yeah, so that's about to open. They were they were doing a lot, and then then they kind of went dark. So I, I always get concerned when that happens. Um, the Copa has changed hands, uh, and I I haven't heard much about what's going in there. If they're making any big changes, you know, they used to get their food from Tropical. I. I don't know because it was owned by the same people. I don't know what, right. what's happening there. Yeah. I have a little insight on um, somebody who went to bid a job at Copa of redoing that space for them. And oh, yes. um, well, and that's it is uh, it, it wasn't a success. I think oh. she's not going to get the job to do it. Oh, that's uh, too bad. But I, I mean, if anybody is going to move into that space and not be willing to move the bar from out in front of the stage, God, I know. then she's not taking that, you know, it's not happening. So I, I, I don't, I, they read, there's a chance for that space to be usable. If somebody will just move that thing. Now, so isn't right. that owned by the people that, that own exotic dreams? Yes. They yes. bought it. Yes. Yep, okay. Yeah. And Exotic Dreams is now a straight end slash swingerish place that had been a gay place in Warm. Yeah, it used to be All Worlds, and now it's Exotic Dreams, and it's a straight swinger place. And every weekend, you know, I drive down Ramon; they are packed. packed. Yeah, he drives down Ramon. Ah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, I just drive right past. So there's the another. There's another swingers club too. It's called I think Inferno. Right. Uh, it's Infernal. Inferno, Inferno. And on Wednesday night, they're doing a gay night. It's called Men's, M-E-N-Z-Z. -Z. So how do I get a night for chicks? C-H-I-K-Z, chicks. They're, well, well we, you can talk to them. I'll put you in touch. 
Charles, thanks for joining us today. And thanks Thank for you. the update. We'll have you back next month and you can fill us in on all the gossip and all the bubbly things that are happening throughout the, the valley. Before I go, can I just quickly mention all of the amazing drag brunches that are happening in town? Of course you can. We want to hear about drag brunches. So Raleigh Chinese uh, Fusion has a great dim sum drag brunch on Sundays. It's a benefit for uh, Sanctuary Palm Springs, which I also do work for. Um, the Monday nights, uh, the gorgeous and talented Ethelina can, can uh, is doing a Tupperware atomic drag uh, bingo cool. fabulousness at, at Wil Wilman Frida's. Um, and then uh, Oscars, which has reopened like the tea dance with lots of lots of good uh, social distancing or like you have to you have to show your card, your your vaccination card before you get in. Uh, I guess not social distancing. That would make tea dance really boring. Uh, but uh, they're doing a champagne brunch with scantily clad boys on Saturdays and then a, a drag brunch on Sundays. So, you know, if if you love brunch, like I know all the homos do, like it's my favorite meal of the week. Um, uh, like there's lots of good options for you now and with gorgeous drag queens and fantastic entertainment and scantily clad boys. And Ross Matthews is bringing the bubbly brunch back. Oh, he is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, when and where? Uh, it's going to be, I believe, Memorial Day weekend, uh, Sunday. And he's got all of the, you know, the uh, drag race chicks that are um, in it. And it's going to be at uh, V Wine Lounge. Oh, let's get tickets to that. Yeah. Like this town is hopping. Wow. town is hopping. We need two hours for the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Well, that's how much we love Gay Palm Springs. We do. We and love it 24 7. And we love you. Thanks, Charles. I'll see y'all later. Well, that was a fun show. And now to wrap us up, Brad, tell us what the heck is going on this weekend. Well, we've heard about some of the things that we know about and some of the rumors and the rumor mill, but the things we know for sure is that the Golden Girls and Evening on the Lanai, remembering the Golden Girls with Stan Zimmerman, we've sold that out. Um, we were, we should know very shortly about a second date. We're going to add another date in June. It's been so uh, fantastic, the response to that. Stan Zimmerman has agreed to do another night, so as soon as we know about that, we will uh, have it on sale and talk all about it. Cinema Under the Stars is happening at the Palm Springs Cultural Center. Um, Wigstock is the movie this Saturday night. Up in Joshua Tree, the Joshua Tree Music Festival taking its first steps on the journey back. Uh, they're doing uh, Diggin' Dirt, which is a funk, rock, reggae, groove music created by uh, Humboldt in, in Humboldt County, California. That's Friday and Saturday this week up in Joshua Tree. We've got lots of events on GayDesertGuide.com. Our events calendar has everything that's happening, including the um, new nightlife section. We call it Gay Desert Guide After Dark. And you can find out all the brunches, the drag brunches, the bubbly brunches, the ethylene cans of the world, happy hours, and everything else. Uh, at the new Gay Desert Guide After Dark section. However, be careful because the Palm Springs Police Department will hold its DUI checkpoint tonight, Friday, May 21st, 9 p.m. till 2 a.m. at an undisclosed secret location. 
Uh, the women of the LGBTQ Community Center of the Desert hosting the Women's Brown Bag Breakfast every month. That'll be happening this Sunday. And uh, Kim, Gail, and Gwendolyn are the hostesses for that. Uh, free bagels in the park at Ruth Hardy Park. All the details again on our website. Um, Rancho Mirage has added a farmer's market. That's every Friday through the end of May, goes until 2 p.m. About 40 vendors are uh, doing that, and it's happening at the atrium. Uh, the River and Rancho Mirage opening an, uh, is hosting an open-air market at the River every Saturday and Sunday through the month of May. You have a couple weeks to get in on that. City of Rancho Mirage also presenting Desert Theatricals Live Cabaret Series Saturdays through June 5th. Again, all the details at Gay Desert Guide. We're also um, running down all the events of the LGBT Center. Uh, the women's newsletter just came out. I know there's a lot of events that uh, are on the calendar for them as well. Finally, today we welcome our new partners, including Wilma and Frida, Palm Springs, and uh, Ethel's Place, where Ethelina Can is doing that Monday uh, Tupperware event. And uh, I think we're going to go down and see that. I, I want to see what she does. You, I know you were there for the opening, right, Shan? I was there for the opening. I, I it was bingo. I didn't. There wasn't a bunch of Tupperware stuff. One of the big bingo prizes, which the person at my table won, was pretty fancy nesting. Oh, so it's it's bingo with Tupperware prizes. Okay, I need to get my story straight on that one. Also welcoming 1501 Uptown Gastropub is a new sponsor on GayDoserGuide.com, occupying that handsome pub space designed by famed architect Chris Pardo. Uh, Willie Ryan from 849, Chad Gardner of 533 Viet Fusion put their talents together. And if you add 849 to 533, it's 1501. Add the two numbers. Oh. Try it. No, not really. Um, the Barracks and also the Eagle 501, uh, also now on the Gay Desert Guide website with their uh, after dark activities, including Sunday Beer Bust at the Barracks and Eagle on Arenas. Finally, uh, this week on Gay Desert Guide's Hot Deals program, Chill Bar has a very special hot deal. Get a $25 gift card to Chill Bar for only $17.50. And they have uh, Saturday, 1230 to 2, Sabrina Williams hosts Not Your Grandma's Bingo. That's a look at what's happening at I Love Gay Palm Springs. And that's our week this week on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. For info on this week's topics, go to GayDesertGuide.com and join the Oasis Insiders Club. Each week, you'll get the Gay Desert Guide This Week in I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter with news, community events, and hot deals. I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, Shan Carr, and Brad Furr. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Listen on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts.